Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Amidst everything else going on today, the legislature is in session. Theoretically, to pass revised legislative district maps, but there seems to be a whole lot of other stuff going on down there as well. To get an update on what is and isn't happening, we go now live to the Capitol. State Representative Mike Murphy joining us this afternoon. Representative, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. No problem, Jim. Unfortunately, I'm not doing anything else right now. We've been waiting around for about two and a half hours for them to call us back into session, and um, nothing's happening right now. Well, again, this was a special session that was supposed to be about uh, redistricting. It looks like a lot of other issues have come up. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll come to those in a moment. But give us the update on, on the remap process. I know this has been a real source of consternation for you and your Republican colleagues down there. We just, in in really just the last few hours, saw the revised maps that will theoretically be voted on at some point. What can you tell us about where this stands right now are these maps the maps and and will we see a vote today well uh in regards to whether the the maps or not we're going to have to wait and see i think it's still a work in progress i think they still have some things to iron out but uh, i do think we will vote on the latest proposal today uh they had a committee hearing earlier today i don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to any of that committee or not but uh there's some troubling uh, Troubling things in regards to the process that's going on, but um, I do think uh, you know we will vote on the the latest uh, revised map. We had one drop yesterday, and then another one dropped this morning, and so. Uh, but I th- I think the the plan is for us to vote on that today. You know, I, I know there's a, an ongoing legal fight over this amid concerns as how the maps were put together in the first place using the preliminary census data. So now they're trying to revamp them with the official census data. There are issues about whether uh, various minority constituencies are properly represented, et cetera. But also there's the ongoing issue of whether this is just simply a partisan gerrymander. A number of Republican lawmakers have been pushed together into the same district for a potential primary including you and Representative Avery Bourne. Now, uh, not knowing how this is all going to play out legally, but have you figured out yet if this map stands and you're in the same district with Representative Bourne, what happens then? Well, uh, Jim, I've been on record of saying that uh, there will never be a primary of Mike Murphy and Avery Bourne. Uh, Avery and I go way back. I've I've known her parents. Uh, I remember when she was born. I was served on the school board with the her father and her uncle. Um, growing up, she and my daughter were were close friends, even though there's a few years separating them. But you know, growing up in a small town, they're good friends. And so, and Avery is so important to our caucus. Uh, uh, I think that um, she needs to remain in the house and continue to do the great things that she's doing. Saying that, uh, you know, I, I would be very disappointed if that happens because I enjoy my time here and and think that I've been. Uh, doing a good job and trying to work hard for the people of the 99th district. But you would you would step aside uh, for her if, if it came to that, and we don't know yet that it will, but if it did, that would be your plan. Uh, there's no doubt about it. If it was me and versus Avery Bourne, that would not happen in the primary. I, I said that from the very first day. Matter of fact, when the ma- maps were drawn uh, that night, they dropped. I sent her a text, and I said, uh, Hey, Avery, don't worry about me. I just made a list of seven different options that I might want to pursue, and so uh, I will be fine. Uh, is, is talk show host on that list? Because, you know, we might be able to find a way to work in here somewhere. But anyway, we'll we'll deal with that another day. 
you know, that that's not on there, Jim, but I got to be honest with you, that seven, I dropped a couple of them off and added a couple things, so it's a fluid list. Pencil so, it in know. there then, just so you know, just make yeah. a note over there on the margins. Representative Mike Murphy's here with us this afternoon. Now, Representative, let me, let me ask you, though, uh, I mean, I, I know that you have, and a lot of your colleagues have had great concerns about the partisan nature of these maps, but the state constitution doesn't explicitly say you can't have partisan maps. We have a long history of very partisan maps here in Illinois. Uh, oh. How likely is it if they pass this map, grouping all these Republicans, including you, uh, into primaries with other Republicans, how likely is it you can get that map overturned? Well, I don't think we're trying to get it overturned just on the fact that it's partisan. And, and Jim, I want to go on record also saying that if the Republicans were in control, the maps would be partisan as well. They would just be partisan towards us. That's why I've said all along we got to take – Republicans and Democrats out of the process of, of map making like they've done in several states around the country. There's no reason why it should we should go through this process. The, the number one legal issue, and I'm not an attorney, you all know what I used to do for a living, but I'm not an attorney, but I, I think we have a major problem in the fact that they tried to meet their constitutional duties by passing a map that they knew was was not would not pass legal mustard. You know, we have districts that are 30 percent off what the courts have said that they're allowed to be off in in population. So they just threw together, and I called it a seventh-grade computer project, because my wife used to teach seventh-grade computers, and some of the projects she graded was better than their first map that they did. And the only reason they threw that together was to meet the constitutional requirement of having it passed by June 30th, even though it was a, a terrible map. It was just with junk in there. But And so we're saying that they didn't meet the constitutional requirement of having a, a map because it wouldn't have met the legal standards. And so by that reason alone, it should be thrown out and then taken to the commission to draw the map. Well, we'll see how that court fight plays out, and uh, I, I don't know how much it will depend upon what they produce uh, ultimately at the end of the day today. We've got a long way to go before there's a final vote, and a lot of other things that are looming down there as well, including an energy bill, which I know yeah. a lot of the work's being done in the Senate right now. Uh, but what mm-hmm. have you heard about uh, what's now being talked about under the Dome, and what could it mean particularly for City Water, Light, and Power and our coal-fired power plant? Well, Jim, I get a synopsis of what they're talking about, and I immediately go to the section of, that involves city water, light, and power. That's my number one concern right now. The last version I saw was going to allow city water, light, and power to remain online until at least 2045 and potentially further if they met certain carbon standards. But no matter what, they would be allowed to uh, stay online until 2045. And that's important because, as you well know, we have a bond that goes out to 2040 of about $39 million a year. So I understand we're moving towards uh, cleaner green energy, and I'm I'm in favor of that. But we got to make sure it makes sense for uh, uh, not only the consumers of Springfield but all over the state that we have reliable energy as well. We know that the governor has already threatened a veto of at least one earlier version of this bill because he felt it didn't go far enough in actually reducing carbon emissions. Do you get a sense from your caucus as to whether this latest language would be sufficient to get both the votes necessary in the General Assembly and get the governor's signature on it? I don't know about the governor's signature. I think the last um, the last version of it, I, I think we would have um, – we didn't do a, 
a, a poll, but I think there would be a lot of Republicans who would vote for this and uh, probably have enough to do an override. Now, whether the speaker would allow that or not is another question. Uh, I think the uh, what I've been hearing is that potentially going to pass out of the Senate, but I'm not sure if we're going to hear it in the House. Uh, also, we understand that there's been some talk about doing some veto overrides. A special session is really supposed to be uh, you know, limited to the matter for which it was called, but apparently they're working on uh, potentially trying to uh, override the governor's veto of this bill on how ambulance reimbursements are handled, and, and maybe also to deal with the governor's mandatory veto on the ethics legislation. Do you have any update on, on those issues? Yeah, it's my understanding. If we deal with those, then we're going to have to go into regular session, which we can do. They can they can waive the rules because uh, we can't we can't address that in special session, but we can in regular session. So if we address that today, uh, we will have to uh, gavel out and come back in as regular session. And it's, you know, the, in regards to the ambulance bill, I think I, I'm not sure about the Senate, but I, I'm almost positive it passed unanimous in the House. Yeah. And so I, I think we will clearly have the votes there, and the the uh, mandatory veto on the. Um, uh, ethics bill. I think, uh, once again, we would have the votes to do that. All right, Representative, listen, we appreciate the uh, the update. I know things are always fluid. Nothing's ever a done deal until the votes are actually cast and counted. Uh, but we appreciate you uh, giving us some insight into what is and so far isn't happening down at the State House. Hopefully they'll get you back into action here pretty soon. Yeah, Jim, this is one. You know, I love this job and I really enjoy it. But this is one of the frustrating parts about it is when there's days like this where we sit around for hours waiting uh, on them to decide it's time to go back in. But well, uh, call me anytime, Jim. Uh, we're Take glad care. to break up the monotony a little bit for you, Representative. Thanks again for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks.